That's 100. y'all what's going on how y'all doing what's going on tiara how are you today i'm good lawrence how are you i'm oh, man i'm feeling excellent feeling excellent it is storming here in atlanta definitely oh, is storming y'all i don't know about you tl be careful <laughs> i don't know about you out there but it's definitely um well definitely it rained once in like three months in texas so well i'm thankful for dallas <laughs> man I, i've been hearing it's been getting up to like a hundred and you know, yeah, like, like 150, 110, 115. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. On the regular. That's always, crazy. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a heat wave always. Always, 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 always. So, man, tonight, TR, you know, we haven't gotten a job market update from you in a while. So, yeah. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to get that from you. And yeah. then also, as well, um, we're going to be talking about, you know, the market risk, you know, that are here right now that are. Uh, present. Um, I have some some things that I want to share over the past week. You know, a couple of things I've been looking at. So definitely, I'm excited to share those. Um, the biggest risk to the economy right now and to the market. Um, so we're about to step into um, September, where you know a lot of times people have seen over the past couple of years and historically, you know, people have kind of been able to see. You know, this has been a time where a lot of times you see the market uh, takes a drop, and there's some opportunities that open up in the month of September. And then even here in August, we've seen a little bit of selling to kind of start off. You know, I want to talk a little bit about interest rates and really the overall health of the economy. So I want to kick this thing off. And, and I know you, me and you were talking on the back end about some things that you had when it came to the labor market. I want to kick it off and talk about that tonight. Okay. So let's get into it. So you guys, what I'm really excited about is that unemployment it's actually in a like it's it's in a much better place. So right now it's between three point six. So we're going to get the final figures later this week since we still are in August. So I'll be able to report that next week. Okay. Now a good sign of growth is that we have thirty two months consecutively of common job growth. Okay. So that's a great sign in terms of what's happening in this economy. And I actually need everyone to get excited. Okay. So what we're anticipating is basically a surge in hiring for the month of September. So I'm sorry, we're really for the month. Of, I'm sorry, really around like the fall months. So it's going to happen between Labor Day to Halloween. OK, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share out some industries and some roles that will have a lot of vacancies. OK, meaning literally starting next week. So first we're going to do is basically so healthcare leisure and hospitality right now are seeing the most trends and then starting in october will be retail so be mindful of that all right and then also i'm going to kick it off in terms of roles so you're going to have sales supervisor project manager research and development engineer ai engineer so that's artificial intelligence mental health specialist quality assurance data scientists and information security analysts okay all right, perfect. Now, in terms of added jobs, and this is what I'm really getting excited about. So overall, so it's going to be anticipated. Again, we're getting these numbers finally at the end of this week. Over 168,000 jobs were added, okay, to this labor force in the month of August. 
So I'm really excited about that because whenever this is happening, right? I want you guys to think about this. So just in general, with the month of September, you're going to have like a lot of CEOs, right? They're coming back at their vacation. This is where they're going to really get into like, I, I would say getting really hands-on in terms of talent, okay? Now, what's also important is that you have budgets that haven't been utilized yet, okay? So there's still a budget that HR still has to spend for certain companies. And then you have other companies where new physical years are starting, okay? So you want to think about education, healthcare, federal, okay? So those are definitely peak um, opportunities. And also, well, I would say sports and entertainment, specifically entertainment. We still have that strike going on, so give or take there. But basically, we're seeing a lot of positive trends, okay, with this labor market, which is a great sign. So a lot of positivity in, in those areas. Now, what do you think about when it comes to, to pay structure, increase in pay? Have you seen anything as yeah. far as that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we've seen a 3.8% increase in terms of hourly pay. And that's according to like the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. So that's a good sign there. Finally, we're starting to get some traction there. But um, but yeah, but I'm basically, I'm going to wait for the final figures at the end of this week. I'll let you know in terms of the salary ones. Okay. Because all that's reflected in July. In terms Got of you. Metrics, yeah. So. Yeah. Because that makes a lot of sense. Because I, I guess my biggest concern, like I said, heading into the last part of, um, you know, you know, when, when I took a look at Mm -hmm. you know the numbers and then just thinking about because for me you know inflation definitely has hit home i think for a lot of people right now and then yeah. you take a look so one of the risks that i wanted to speak about was you know um in our absence of last week what one of the things i wanted to cover was we now have mortgage rates right now that literally have skyrocketed now to eight and nine percent which you know, some people are saying like, well, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. It's just, it's, you know, just 8%, 8% where to me, I'm looking at it from, like I said, the everyday person's perspective of just two years ago, the same house that you were getting for 400,000, the house hasn't changed at all. It's the same crib, same structure, same square foot, right? All of that, the cost of that mortgage went from 18, 1900 to 32, 3,300. That's a significant jump in difference, you know, in, in monthly payments. And between those numbers, we'll take 3,200 to 1,800. Yeah. That's a, that's a dramatic um, number of people that's not qualified to get in, to get that particular mortgage. That knocks out yeah. a lot of people. That $1,400 gap that we would say, just like we would say on a chart, that disqualifies a lot of people. Um, then you have, you know, rising rent consistently in major metropolitan cities, right? New York, LA, right? Continues where, you know, the price and, and just the cost of mm -hmm. those rents are just continuing to become more and more expensive. Um, and it puts pressure, excuse me, it puts pressure on the, on the everyday person. So, you know, that's one of the particular risks that I see um, that's here right now present on the market. But go ahead. Yeah, no, and I just want to piggyback on that. Of course, I mean, I'm sure that the federal, right, we're going to take another rate hike again. They're anticipating this in November. So there's a 47% chance that they're leaning towards this. So exactly. we're not surprised with that at all. Now, exactly. now, something else that I just wanted to call out is that I think we should be, I guess, like, 
I think we should all look into Salesforce, okay? Oh, because I know that Salesforce is going to be a monster in terms of artificial intelligence, okay? And I'm curious to see, like, especially when they're, um, like, when all their, like, earning reports, when, like, when all that comes out. So I just want you all to just pay attention to that, okay? I think they're going to be a powerhouse versus what they were last year. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, what I'm anticipating. And then something else that you can also follow, you guys, um, if you're interested in investing in retail, Lululemon, Okay. Lululemon. Lululemon actually has earnings on Thursday. Lululemon yes, Athletic. Exactly. Yep. exactly, exactly. So Lululemon is something where they basically it kind of reminds me of like Microsoft, right? Where they're like a leader, right, in their sector. So that's what you want to follow, okay? So you're going to have other ones where they typically follow after them. So just be on the lookout for Lulu and Okta as well. Okta's earnings will be coming out too. So I'm excited. Now, something mm. else I want you all to just be mindful of. Um, so there are going to be different reports that are going to be coming out this week. OK, so Wednesday, um, kind of like what, what Lawrence was mentioning. So we're going to get more data in terms of mortgage applications, GDP, pending home sales, wholesale and retail inventories. OK, and then Thursday, we're going to get in terms of like, I'm sorry, information based off of personal income, the PCE inflation and the initial jobless claims. OK. And then lastly, this is what I've been waiting for, okay? It's Friday. Friday, we're going to find out in terms of like those payrolls, okay, Lawrence? So I can give you that answer next week in terms of what those updated figures are for the month of August. And we're going to also see if the unemployment rate has shifted, okay? So I just want to make sure that you guys can also follow along these as well. Yep. And I'm definitely excited for that ADP employment numbers that come out on Wednesday. Um, employment week is really my, really always my favorite week when it comes to economic reports. So definitely a lot there. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot to unpack. Um, I think even when you take a look at, for me, you know, you have the Federal Reserve meetings, you know, that are literally right around the corner here. Um, you have a few Federal Reserve meetings that'll be, uh, that'll be coming and it'd be fast, quick in a hurry, and then interest rates will be higher again. And it takes time for these interest rates to actually be factored actually into the market, right? Like when it comes to to interest rates, you don't see the effect of them instantaneously, right? So that's something as well to 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 keep in mind um, when you when you're thinking about the effects of interest rates and how they're gonna move. Definitely want to um, you know listen to people like Raphael Bostic. He'll be speaking on Thursday. He provides a lot of times a good perspective of overall what the Federal Reserve is looking to do next. Mortgage rates, you know, I continue to tell people, you know, mortgage rates right now are reaching their highest levels since the year 2000, but no one's talking about it. And everyone's saying, just continue to buy, continue to buy. Not to say that you don't want to buy, but the point I'm making is, is that for some people, it might not be the smartest, smartest thing for them to do. And then hell, some people can't afford to buy. Right. So, you know, that's, that's the part where um, there's a lot of issues. And that's why I say that that pay thing, the, the pay increase is so important because where does this thing check out now, right? Interest rates only go higher. Are we going right. to see 10% 10 interest rates oh. on, on mortgages? You know what I'm saying? That's saying so, like, that's, you know, plausible. And then also taking a look at the APR, right? Because the higher it, the higher the benchmark interest rate goes, the more the higher APR on those credit cards go and higher uh, cars for even for, even for cars for people to get a new vehicle right so it affects in all these different areas and it dramatically yeah. it affects them little by little so it doesn't come you know full steam and full speed mm -hmm. so you're not gonna see it instantaneously the day right after right that the federal reserve raised interest rate mm -hmm. so 
something like I said, definitely to um for people definitely to consider. So yeah. So I have a question though, um, like unrelated, but I'm gonna make it related. So in terms of the stock market, like did it lag from your perspective for the month of August? Um, it's I, to to me, mm -hmm. I would say that it pulled. There were certain names that pulled back. Um, I would say that yeah. I mean, if you take a look at the spy, you know, in the past month, it's down about three percent. It wasn't really anything drastic that happened in, in mm -hmm. August. There were certain stocks that retraced more so than the overall market. There were certain stocks that retraced. Yeah. Um, but it was a healthy, it was a healthy correction. And that's one thing I want to talk about as well, too. Like when it comes to, you know, a lot of times these risks, these healthy corrections that come in where the market may drop in, in like August, where you know, three, four percent on a month, that's that's a beautiful thing to to actually yeah. see. You need a little bit of those corrections to come in to kind of th keep things in balance and keep things in focus. So for me, it's a it's a positive thing, not a negative thing. Um, and I, I would tell people don't get really discouraged by um, if you if you saw if you saw, you know, the market came down a little bit. It's you know, it's not a bad thing at all. So that, that would be exactly what I would say. OK, so ebbs and flows, basically. Ebbs yeah. and flows, man. That's what that's what comes with the process, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you'll 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 come into the next interest rate for one. Um, we finished up pretty much the big dogs when it came to earnings season in August. So you uh, you also, like I said, you have these Federal Reserve meetings um, the next two months um, that will be happening um, here shortly. Right. So the Federal Reserve is already, um, you know, pretty much yeah. telling you, telling you like, hey, this is what we're going to do and this is why we're going to do it. Um, they have their schedule. If you go to the Federal Reserve dot gov, excuse me. You know they have their particular schedule and you know they're what they're what they're looking at you know to do each time mm -hmm. so like i said going into i think the the real opportunity still remains within the growth funds um and the growth part excuse me the growth part of the market um i i still see a lot like you said a lot of the the companies that um you know, are reporting earnings, even like even like a Octa, some of those smaller names, you know, right now they're struggling because the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates so high. But it's presenting opportunity from a longer term investor for you to be able to buy. So right. September 19th and 20th and then October 31st and November 1st, you got two interest rates meetings that will be happening within the next pretty much 60 days here. Uh, back to back months in September and October. So, you know, we're potentially looking at and i and i said this a while ago it was a long it was it was a long long time ago that i said this but i was like man we are potentially going to uh, see interest rates you know get to about six percent right so it it's not a foregone conclusion that you may end up seeing at least six percent by the end of the year right you may end up seeing um the federal reserve get interest rates up to six percent because if you think about it right now we're at our current rate is 5.25 to 5.50 so if they just raise it 25 basis points the next two meetings will be at 5.75 to uh, 6.0 right so it's definitely possible for us to get up to that point i don't think the federal reserve they're, they they haven't highlighted saying they're going to back off doing anything yet. I think a lot of people prematurely thought that the Federal Reserve was going to cut interest rates. Because mm -hmm. originally when we came into this year, right, 
people were thinking that the Fed was going to actually start to cut at one of these meetings, like the October meeting, October, November meeting, or December meeting. The Federal Reserve has already said, we're not cutting interest rates at all this year, and then probably won't cut until at some point late next year, right? So that leaves a, a, a large area of room for the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates to about 6%. You know, a lot of people said, when I was saying, hey, I think they can get there, a lot of people said uh, they didn't think it. They thought a lot of people thought it would stop at five. Now we're well over five, right? We're we're already at five point five, right? So, um, you know, I definitely, definitely, definitely would, uh, you know, just tell people like, you know, right here, right now, um, you know, to to like I said, really pay attention. It's kind of sucking the volume out of the market. That's one of the things that I'm saying right now is there's not a lot of volume on some of these lower growth stocks right now. The volume is very mm -hmm. low and it's not a bad thing. It's just, once again, the market environment and where, where, where the, where investors are, are, are looking at right now, right? Like where they're interested in what they're, what they're interested in. Um, and they're not interested in a lot of these particular high growth names. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not interested in them right now. Um, and there's a lot of dead there's a lot of dead volume stocks on the market right like for the mm -hmm. most part this year only the top 10 companies really are the reason why the market has even recovered right the top 10 it wasn't the smaller companies that played any significant role in it cuz they're still for the most part within the same spot but what i'll tell people is is that the same companies that we rave about today there were periods during their time that they were traded where they didn't go anywhere for years on years on top of years. So I would say that it doesn't discourage me if the stock doesn't move for years. The reason why is because the business the whole time may be growing and accelerating, but the stock sometimes can lag even the business, mm -hmm. right? The stock sometimes can lag the business. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like NVIDIA, NVIDIA didn't become just this great today nah. during its dark years when that stock was trading sideways that company was putting in a lot of work to get it to the point that it's at now right so that's why i say sometimes the stock can even lag you know uh the actual company is progression but then you have vice versa you'll have companies like tesla where it's like before tesla even was complete in certain uh certain um pinnacle points the stock was already rising so sometimes like it can go both ways on Wall Street where certain stocks are going to already price in that it's going to become this XYZ company. But there's going to be other companies that sit sideways for some time and the company could be growing. Um, but it's just like I said, just sitting mm -hmm. sideways and, and, and chilling for the time. So for the mm -hmm. time being. So, you know, right. that's definitely definitely something that you can see for sure. OK, so then can you just tell us, I guess, like what are some that people should look out for, which you were just referencing, like the low, like the value, high value ones? Um, I think we talked about a few of them before. I would say CrowdStrike mm -hmm. is one that 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 um, comes to mind. Um, Snowflake is one that, you know, comes to mind. Uncle Charles is super big on Snowflake and and I would agree with him. I, I, I like it as well, too. I think mm -hmm. there is a lot of garbage companies that are some of these smaller caps that probably will get ate up. But um, CrowdStrike is one that intrigues me. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned one, even CRM, which is one that intrigues me as well, too. Um, we've talked about them before quite a bit. I think Okta's interesting. Um, yeah. we'll, so we'll, see, we'll see how they play out over the next few years, but I think they're interesting. I even think like companies within the ARK ETF as, as a whole, 
I think companies within that ARK ETF are really, really, really interesting. Um, you got names, like I said, that like I, like I said, that are trading sideways right now. Um, that I think potentially have some some real upside in the future. Um, but it's kind of like a, a wait and see game because a lot of these businesses either IPO'd like when the pandemic first happened, yeah. right? Or 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 maybe in 2017, 2018, 2019. So I'll say this, right? We're dealing with it. We're also dealing with a lot with certain a lot of companies that are just coming to market too, right? Like so, I also say this: a lot of these companies, some of these companies are just coming to the stock market right now within the past seven to ten years. So, if you look, I I I challenge people to say this: go look at Apple's first seven to ten years on the stock market. Go take a look at Microsoft's first seven to ten years on the stock market. Go take a look at a lot of these bigger companies that we see their first seven to 10 years, right? Companies like Meta and Tesla, they were spoiled, right? That's not something that always happens where you come to the stock market and, yeah. you know, you just have success pretty much from day one with really no hiccups. And that's really what's happened with like Meta and um, Tesla is they came to the stock market pretty much with no hiccups, right? Even Google, Google came to the stock market pretty much. Alphabet Incorporated came to the stock market and virtually has had no hiccups. Um, that doesn't always happen, right? Yeah. So it's like I said, something something to keep in mind um, when taking a look, even at um, you know some of the companies that might have fallen down to the wayside. So yeah, for sure. All right, that's what's up, yo. That's that's really good. So, all right. So, are there any other risks that come to mind for you, though, Lawrence, right now? Yeah, I would say probably. I was. I probably say the biggest risk that that comes to mind is the Federal Reserve just getting too aggressive with the rate hikes, right? That's. I mean, that's probably my my biggest risk right now. Is you you almost put the you know this was pretty much the fear was the cost just keeps going up, right? Because now you keep raising interest rates, APR goes up. Now you pretty much certain, now we talk about people getting priced out. I'm not even gonna even just talk about rents or real estate, just even from a consumer standpoint, uh, we get actually a, a good, we actually get two retailers tomorrow to actually report big lots and Best Buy. Yep. Which um, they report tomorrow morning, early in the morning. So. Big Lots and Best Buy, obviously, you know, no, not not the two biggest retailers. But even if you take a look at Target's earnings, Target stock has been decimated. Um, largely, even if you think about this, right? Think about the correlation of interest rates increasing and theft. Has anybody ever thought about that? There's more theft happening right now. Why? Because there's a lot of people that can't afford things. So what happens when people can't afford things? People steal more. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just plain as simple as that. So rising interest rates leads to more theft. Right. And we could take a look and we see that Target said they're losing billions of dollars. Right. They're on track to lose like one point five to two billion dollars this year just because of theft. And we're not even talking about people that are just walking into the store stealing. We're talking about organized theft. So you got employees that feel like, yo, they're in a position where they're not even getting paid enough. And they feel like they want to just go and sell stuff and take stuff and, and, and sell stuff on their own. And, and they're, they're the target. The employees have become the personal target hookup, right? Yeah, actually, I've actually seen that firsthand. I mean, this is these are facts. I mean, yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah. 
Look at my LinkedIn and you'll know what company I'm representing. But yeah, so yeah. yeah. So like that's what that's what I see because I see the interest rates, not just I'm not even just thinking about okay, what what people can't buy or what people can't do, right? Then they have no arrests in California, yeah. right? People are bum rushing into high class designer stores, stealing stuff with no right. repercussions. Well, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen in a low interest rate environment, but it, it, it does. But it's happening way more yeah. right now because laws are allowing it. But then also, um, someone says, so why is CNBC saying the consumer is good? They make it seem like no one is struggling because here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because people are still buying. But here's the thing. They're not talking about what people are buying. Think about it. A lot of people are not buying frivolous. To be honest, a lot of people are not necessarily buying frivolous things. They're buying things that they need. So if you think about it, it's really just, okay, if the cost of goods and services has increased and continue to increase and people continue to spend, but then there's still companies that might be making record profit or there's still money that's being spent, period, right now. Consumer spending, right? Consumers still have to spend. Right. right. They're just cutting back in certain areas. Right. That maybe they would want to spend, but they're cutting back in certain areas right now. So, yeah. 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 But that's why it's important. Right. So especially if like employees have a 401k that they can use that to their advantage. Well, I'm, I'm also representing like like, you know, like restricted. I'm sorry, restricted stock units. Mm -hmm. um, because they can use that. So especially after they follow the vesting period, they can take all their money. Yeah. with that so it's really important that's why it's important for y'all to negotiate okay please negotiate don't ever accept that first offer so yeah yeah yep. and i see a couple comments in the more someone said and the more people steal from the stores the higher these stores raise the prices yeah that doesn't that doesn't help people who are on a super strict budget and are law-abiding good you know good good morale citizens for sure and that's exactly what i was getting at right because now now that forces them into a point where now you have to raise prices now now it hurts the people that was just doing what they were supposed to do right they weren't coming in the stores stealing wasn't doing anything go to work earn their honest living and just you know want to provide for their family now their bills are even higher right because of you know the organized crime that's happening so i i i i see that um and then i also see um, a lack of accountability. Here's another. Here's another um, big risk that I see. Mm -hmm. A lack of a lack of accountability from government officials. Um, I see that as a big risk, right? Because here, lo and behold, no one's even thinking about. Well, next year in 2024, we're about to be right in for another presidential election that's going to be super controversial. No one's even thinking about that. That presidential election is literally a year away. Like we're about to be hitting November here. And it's going to be a year away. So you talk about, you know, you got not just presidential, but then you're also going to have, we know every two years, uh, House seats, Senate seats. Right. You know, we know those seats, those seats come up. And then even on your state and local levels, right? All of that. So definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, it's super, super, super surreal. Go ahead, though. Oh, so I wanted to actually share something. So I know a guy, he actually created a, um, an app called Cast. And I can see mm -hmm. you guys the link. Just let me know. It's like one of those we gotta, um, you know, like create it on your mm -hmm. actual phone. But it shows you everything in real time. Okay, so you'll know what the local elections are, the president, mm -hmm. like all of that. You'll get access to that, and it's free. So I'll, I'll gladly share that out because we need to get the word out. Okay, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Nah. Definitely. Because mm -hmm. I mean, that's 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 another thing that I see. So um, 
I, I, I would say that, you know, those are for, for right now. Obviously, we know September historically is a month that's, you know, kind of leads us to potentially the downside. But I, I still see a lot of opportunities. Even any type of pullback that we see, let's say the SPY goes to 422, QQQ pulls back to 348, 341 area. You know, I, I still see on the bigger time frames, just like I said, a plethora of opportunities that are presenting themselves. So I would, if I was a, you know, someone that was looking at the market coming into September, you know, I wouldn't be worried at all. I think there's a lot of opportunity, um, even even if a pullback happens and comes in, uh, for people to be some some buyers long term of, of some of these investments. I think right now the market on a day to day basis will continue to kind of be a little bit choppy heading yeah. into finishing this week. Um, we and and really waiting on the data, like TR said, we're really waiting on that employment data to be able to see what's really next, but those are kind of just really some of the biggest risks that we have. The interest rates meetings, September 19th, September 20th, October 31st and November 1st for the Federal Reserve. So the next 60 days we have, yeah, two interest rates meetings where we could literally see one or two hikes, right? So that's definitely something that's on the table. So we'll have to see where it's at, so yeah. Well, what I also want to share is some positivity. So as mentioned before, September is so it's a lot of like traction going on. Okay. They're calling it, it's calling like, like search September, whatever. So I just want to also <laughs> share that there's a lot of career fairs. Okay. So I'll share three websites that I typically look for when I share with my clients. So that way you guys can take a look at it. Some of these are virtual, some not. So, and I also get these different lists off of the industry. So if you're interested, feel free to DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. Okay, and I'll drop it in the um, in the chat. So one is called Career Echo. So it's Career. Actually, no, Eco. I'm sorry, ECO. My bad. I used to live in Echo Apartments in Atlanta, though. But um, all right. So next, you're gonna have Job Fair with the letter X. So Job Fair X. And lastly, you're gonna. So there's a website called Diversity with the letter X. So now is the time to make sure that your resume stands out, okay? So if you are not getting hits in terms of interviews, that means your resume needs some TLC. If you're not getting any offers, this means that maybe your interview pro strategy needs to um, ask, I guess I would like to say some razzle-dazzle to it, okay? So make sure you guys are getting your affairs in order because you want to take advantage, okay? There are a lot of jobs that's coming into this pipeline, and it's up to you to make that difference, okay? Yeah, drops mic. But yeah, so... No, I definitely appreciate that. I've seen a question for me as well. Uh, someone asked me, what do I think will happen if the unemployment claims come in strong or weak? Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, even if that even even if the claims come in strong or weak, a lot of times you can see a green print on the day of. So that would be like on, on a Friday. So um, you may you may see a green print on Friday, you know, regardless of the outcome. Um, I think right here, right now, um, like I said, I think the market is setting up potentially to drop lower just to go higher. So um, you could, that unemployment number could be maybe a spark to the to the upside briefly and then a, a pause and then a break back to the downside. Um, and then, like I said, a break to the upside. So I think the market, like I said, is setting up to go higher here oh, yeah. towards the end of the year, but may pull back here in September in order to do that. So. That's kind of really my take. So yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Someone, someone asked, can people outside the U.S. take advantage of these job sites? Someone asked. Yeah. That. Now, okay. So I would say sometimes. So there are still restrictions happening from COVID. So actually, a little trick that I would encourage everyone to do, especially if you are looking for international jobs, literally type in global jobs into Google, and you're going to see a box that comes up. And it's going to have different filters for you to put like work from anywhere, years of experience, if you have a degree or not. So this is something that I would encourage you. And then also, there's also different websites. So feel, feel, I'm sorry, feel free to DM me because there are still a lot of organizations, especially like within tech, hospitality, where they do still accept international candidates. Okay. And also, I want to also share that if you're in the United States, you can also work in Canada too. I don't think a lot of people realize that in terms of looking for employment. So just to throw that out there. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, you, so, yeah. So, someone said, how do you think COVID will affect the job market this year? So, I think that in terms of COVID, I think that it had a really big impact. Okay. So, you had a lot of organizations where they were like letting go ahead count, right? Trying to hit their own numbers, but now you're seeing a lot of growth. So I think that there is still going to be a lot of opportunity versus what we saw last year in the beginning of this year. So I think that COVID will honestly propel it. Now, what's going to be interesting is that you're going to have some areas where I hate to say they're kind of cutting the fat, essentially, right? So when they're, all of them are leveraging artificial intelligence, they're streamlining their processes. I think that that's also going to cut away from jobs, but in terms of positive, I think I don't know. Like, I definitely see a lot, a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. So it's really, I would just say, y'all got to make sure you're adapting your skill set. If you want to stay up with this, because this train is moving along, okay? Because where we're going to be at in 2027, a lot of these jobs will not be here. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of transition and that's happening right now, for sure. Yeah. De definitely, definitely, definitely. So, yeah. So for me, um, on, the, on the market side, I guess, trading this week um <clears throat> i expect the volume to be light so really not taking <clears throat> a bunch of trades at all here right now um just kind of just being patient and, and waiting and allowing the opportunities to really do like i said come to me um so yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at with it um not really like i said a bunch of um actual trading um going on that's actually happening this week so um i'll sit back and and really just uh, allow some positions to really open up and come to me before taking them so not looking really to get too too knee deep in, in anything here right now. So that's kind of my take on, on what I'm looking at right now here. So not really looking too 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 much at anything. Um expected to be choppy. So just um I would say just wait just wait on <clears throat> wait on your opportunities. And um September's right around the corner. I expect a lot of volatility to to pick up. Um, you know, I expect a lot of volatility to really pick up here, guys, in the month of September. So there, I think there will be some really great trading opportunities. Um, really, just like I said, gotta be patient. I want I will say this: not every week is gonna be those high flying type weeks where there's always gonna be a bunch of volatility. So when volatility does come, being appreciative of it and taking advantage of those opportunities is is something that I've really appreciated over the years of just growing in, in that aspect of not looking to maybe over trade. Like for example, today, mm -hmm. the market pretty much sat in the same position all day. So if you were trying to day trade and was trying to catch every little tick, I mean, it was going to be very hard for you. Um, not impossible, but like I said, super, super hard. You're kind of going against you know, the overall trend of what's actually going on. So 
that would be what, you know, particularly, like I said, what I would say is just, you know, being patient with yourself, allowing the positions to open up, not trying to force things. And yeah, we'll, it, it, it'll all come to you in due time. So that's what I'll say. Yeah. So that's what I'll leave us with here yeah. this week. Um, fortunately, we had some 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 difficulties with, with locking in a, a venue. Um, I didn't realize Dallas was so difficult. Um, yeah, you know. And I'll just say, I just, I just, yeah, I just, I'll just say difficult. That's all I'll say. I won't even go into detail, but um, definitely we're gonna um in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll have a a new date locked in and mm-hmm. I'll make sure we get out there. So for sure. So yeah. apologies on that, y'all, but definitely we're still still on the books. So yeah, we'll go back to the drawing board and um make sure we get a, a different place locked in. So man, yeah, we appreciate excited. y'all. I'm yes. excited. Um, job, I mean, labor, labor week, always super exciting. Um, like I said, this week, probably going to be light on the trading side. So not a bunch of trading opportunities and, um, we'll wait and get these economic reports. Federal reserve will be here in a couple of weeks, earnings season before you know it, we'll be back around in October. So, uh, high volatility, September, high volatility, September, be prepared. September 1st is Friday. Be prepared for the high volatility September, man. It is coming. Um, it, is, it is coming. It is coming. It is coming. It is coming. So for all my traders out there, it's going to be a lot of movement that's happening. So uh, we love that volatility. We really, really, really love that volatility. So, man, we appreciate y'all for tapping in here tonight. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. And yeah. we will see you guys next week. Yes. Next week, next week, next week. So we'll see y'all next week. Appreciate y'all time and um, peace. All right. Have a good night. Be productive, y'all. Love y'all.